0: Someone wrote, it's a waste of time to write lengthy descriptions, which I thought was interesting. (gasps) Ooh, was that you? No. (laughs) Hi,
1: I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on a reselling journey we will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits.
0: Hello, hello. Hello everyone and welcome back to another
1: episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week we will be switching gears a little bit. Typically we talk about Poshmark, everything Poshmark exclusively. But this week, we'll be talking about Mercari, kind of the differences between Mercari and Poshmark and some of our different strategies to make sales on Mercari.
0: Yes, very excited for this one. We primarily sell on Poshmark, but we have
1: been on Mercari for over a year. So it's time to do an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So before we get into all of that, what's new with you this week? Not too much new. I went thrifting today
0: to two different Goodwills and I actually left both of them with nothing, which like hardly ever happens. Whoa. But I just wanted to be real on the Sister Supash podcast, <laughs> and let you know that it does happen sometimes. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so, other than that, not too much new this week. Just been trucking along, but I did want to share. So last week we did our episode all about best uses of time on Poshmark versus what we kind of thought were like (laughs) waste of time on Poshmark, meaning that they don't drive as much selling as what we think other things do. And after the episode went live, we posted on our Instagram story a series of polls and questions. Kind of just wanted to hear from you guys on if you guys agree with what we thought was a waste of time or you know, if maybe you use some of these things and kind of where everyone was at. And I wanted to kind of recap the results here for everyone.
1: Ooh, yeah, do it.
0: And kind of just get your take too, Maddie, because (laughs) some of them I was surprised by. Oh, no. (laughs) Like more divided than I would have thought, but
1: love it. What we should do
0: is a little bit of a game. I'm going to go through them and I want you to guess the percentage. Will you do that?
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Okay. okay, okay. Let me pull it up here. So we asked six questions. So the first thing we said was, do you think that participating in Poshmark parties is a waste of time? I would say 100% yes. So 82% voted yes, but 18% voted that they don't think it's a waste of time to participate in the parties. So if you're one of the people that voted that you think it's worth your time to do the parties... I want to know more info. Like, how are you using it? Maybe it's like a closet clear out situation for us. where like, we think it's really useful, but other people don't. Yeah. And maybe we're missing something there, you know?
1: Yeah. We'd love to learn more about that. If you're, if you think it's a good use of time, we'd love to hear more. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one?
0: The next question was, is sharing other people's listings on Poshmark, a waste of
1: time as in like community shares. Okay. I'm, what do you think? Like- really confident about this one 100% yes even even lower than
0: the other one 79% what? said yes 21% said no what? so that's another, another thing we want to hear about is like if you like, said no why because in in that one i feel like that's been kind of proven like it doesn't i mean maybe they're just thinking it's nice and like helps you build followers build community but as far as tying it to sales it seems like it yeah. doesn't help you or them get their listings to the top of the search you know
1: interesting okay we got some different now this one there.
0: this one i need your take on is oh, it what? worth it to be a poshmark ambassador
1: <laughs> uh, I, mean, I know We're i saw this question i was kind of torn because like we said in the last episode, I mean, we did the Poshmark Ambassador, Ambassador Program right away. So that's kind of all we've known. So we don't know how much of our success is tied to that or if it's just totally not correlated at all. So I'm going to say 50-50. So
0: it wasn't quite 50-50. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only 30. 30- of people thought it was worth it. Yes. <gasps> to be a Poshmark ambassador. And 66% of people thought it was not worth it.
1: And wow. I kind of agree
0: with the majority there. Cause I kind of, I think it's like, like you might as well do it. Cause you're like already almost there by the time you make a few sales and like are sharing your own closet, you might as well just complete the community shares to get the certification. But as far as, like, helping your selling, I just don't know that it helps your selling. And I kind of think there should be some more perks that go with it. There's not that many perks of being Yeah.
1: Out. And, like, the perks that there are, I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I'm the most tech-savvy person in the world, but they have, like – promotions where you can, if you like post something on like Facebook or whatever, then you get like a $5 credit. It's kind of confusing to figure out like what to post and like how it links up and like all that. I've been too nervous to do that too. So I haven't even done it yet because I've like been kind of confused. So I don't know if that's just a me thing or what, but I agree with you that they should be a little bit more of a perk.
0: Yeah. Um, The next question was, is following other users on Poshmark a waste of time?
1: I keep wanting to say 100%, but it never is. So I'm going to say 90% yes. 65% yes. 35% no. (laughs) What?
0: So we might be way off on this. I don't know. Because we thought for sure we're like, it's wasting your time. Don't follow people. Oh, my goodness. I'm so
1: glad we did these polls. I'm I know. just so interested. I just
0: want to know more. So, like, please DM us and Yeah. If you us. Had one
1: of those- <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: If there's a benefit for- when it comes to selling by have by following other people, we want to know about it. So let us know. <laughs> the next question was, does gaining more followers on Poshmark help increase your sales? So like getting more followers, does that help your own selling? I'm going to say 80% no. 59% no. 41% said yes. <laughs> that's pretty even. I know. <laughs> that was like the closest to
1: 50-50. Wow. A house divided. I kind of, <laughs> that's like one of the ones I understand the most. yeah just having a bigger like because having more followers kind of just means you've been on there for a longer time so true like that you kind of we talk about this all the time where we like
0: they're like tied but you're like is it actually correlated because of that yeah or are you just like getting better at sourcing (laughs) (laughs) yeah um also I could see how like having a big like Instagram or YouTube following yeah. as a reseller would help your selling, but I'm just like the actual, and then that would naturally get people to follow you on Poshmark too, where I feel like True. if you had, or I guess if you're thinking of it, if you are having like a large base of people that are like return customers that are following you, then yes. So that would help your selling too. Um, But we were kind of thinking more, I was just like all the random people that follow you all the time. And it's like, I don't <laughs> think these listings are really getting promoted to them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Interesting. And then one
0: other question we asked on our stories was more of an open-ended question. We just asked, are there any other things on Poshmark that you think are a waste of time that we didn't discuss in our episode? Let us know. And we had a couple people respond. I'm just going to highlight a few. Okay. Um, but someone said that they just don't like the shipping fees because they're too high on Poshmark, which – the flat yeah. rate shipping price on Poshmark if, compared to the weight of some items does seem high because it's flat rate no matter what. So it's like on some things you're getting a really good deal. If you're shipping something that's like lightweight and you always yeah. have to do the standard shipping, I, I see where they're coming from with that. Someone wrote, it's a waste of time to write lengthy descriptions, which I thought was interesting. <gasps> Ooh, was that you? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I think in my head, like, I think having all the buzzwords, I think there is some benefit to that. Me too. I, I think writing a long, I I, I kind of want to know what this person meant by that. Because yeah.
1: Sometimes, though, like, when I'm looking at comps, I'll, like, pull one up, and it's the same exact item, and it's sold for a lot. And all it says in there is, like, worn once, and that's it. It's like, yeah. how did this sell for, like, 60 bucks? Like, <laughs> just a good item. And I'm
0: no, no, no description needed.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, maybe if people are having luck like that, where they're just, like, having these, like, killer items and they don't have to write a lot of description, but,
0: yeah. Could be part of it. I've seen, two where people, and I think even early on, on my own Poshmark, like, when I would write the description, I think the most important thing in the description, if you are going to write a long description is like having all like the keywords that are like searchable, not just filling it with like, this would look great for a night on the town or you could wear it to a video. Like trying to
1: fit it into a sentence is so awkward. You could
0: dress it up or dress it down. Like something like no one's going to be searching, like dress it up or dress it down. Yeah. (laughs) Like you don't need to paint like a picture of it as much of like, you know what I mean?
1: I'm gonna <laughs> so search, dress it up or dress it down and it's gonna be like all my it's items. It's gonna be all Maddie's closet. Just Yeah, that's a good
0: point though. Um, someone wrote being a posh co-host. So I think they mean the parties. Co-hosting a party, and they wrote that they were picked to be a co-host and they didn't realize how much work it was gonna be. Which <gasps> I could see that too.
1: Yeah. Where
0: you Definitely. probably don't get much out of it. I mean. No, maybe I mean, they're painting it as like people you're the host of it. So like people will come to your closet then, but it's probably the same as like getting a host pick where it's
1: like, doesn't equate to sales. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Love this yeah. poll. We'll have to do more polls in the future to get some more feedback on some of the topics we talk about. Love hearing from I know. perspectives. Well, okay. Now
0: I'm kind of curious. I almost want to post some more polls again this week of, because I was expecting I wasn't expecting some of these questions to be so split. So now yeah. I'm like, what are people thinking of our like good uses of time? Are those also like split? we have follow up like, questions? Yeah. yeah. Like I want to know, like, if people think closet clear out, like where people's head is at with that. I want to know about like, like how many your times closet. you share your
1: closet a day.
0: Yeah. So be to look on the lookout at our stories. I think we, sh- we should <laughs> definitely post some more.
1: Getting some more data. You might, even, you might
0: even need to do like a, a full episode, just like reacting to our own episode about waste of time in a few weeks or something. Yes, yes, I love it. So let us know if you have any thoughts about that. I thought that was super interesting.
1: (laughs) Me too. What's it with you? So a few updates for me this week. I recently started listing things on eBay, some of my top priced items, Mm -hmm. and hadn't really (laughs) – had any offers or really much activity on there so honestly kind of forgot about it and then I checked my email the other day and I had an offer and we talked about it in previous episodes kind of scammer offers where they're like full price offers but they you know didn't put in their shipping or their their card yet or anything so they kind of want you to ship it out before you they put their card in and end up paying for it and kind of scam you. But this one seemed like a real offer. It was like a little bit below the list price, but was like totally reasonable. And the person had a ton of positive reviews. So, like, it seemed like a real person and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my gosh, how cool. But then I realized the item had actually sold on, I can't remember if it was Mercari or Poshmark no a while ago so i was like and it in the ebay offer was for more than what i had sold it for so i was like oh heartbreaker i know so i had to decline the offer and like delete the listing just so that wouldn't happen again and then i deleted a couple other listings off of ebay once i like realized like okay these have actually already sold too so um kind of more of a reminder to just do that if you are cross-listing to make sure either every time you make a sale just to double check if you cross listed it somewhere else and deleting it there or like maybe like once a week doing that or something just so then you don't have those like heartbreaker moments yeah (laughs) like thinking you made a sale and then it's like not real but it did make me realize I should maybe list some other stuff over on eBay just to kind of um see if I can make some sales over there but but yeah, I keep so. hearing people are doing well on eBay. I
0: still haven't figured out my eBay issue.
1: Yeah. Another
0: another update. But I totally <laughs> know what you mean about where you have things cross-listed to multiple platforms, and I've not been very good about pulling them back down <laughs> once yeah. they sell somewhere else. And I had the same thing happen where I sold – someone offered me – like. Uh, really good price for uh, Lulu's bridesmaid dress which I know we just talked about that too but (laughs) um, and I was so excited I was like looking for it and then I it dawned on me that I sold it that was one of the items that I sold in my $25 sales in June like one of the few ones that were like kind of a higher price that went for the sale price yeah yeah so I was sad because I think it was like an $80 offer or something and oh I think I sold God. it for 25 bucks <laughs> so <laughs> heart-wrenching decline but yeah I, I I know I will get into this later when we talk about Mercari but it's like like for every like 20 sales I have on Poshmark maybe I sell one thing on Mercari if even that yeah so I haven't had like a big drive to get it get over and, there get yeah. over there and get it cleaned up but <laughs> I really need to because it's No fun making a sale and realizing it's not
1: a real sale. (laughs) Right, for sure. Then also this past week, I was catching up on some of those copy listings that we're always talking about. Any item that's over 61 days, copying the listing. So it'll be like a fresh listing. When people search for your item, you'll come up at the top of the Just In. And I had copy listing a few Like prom dress items that I'm selling for one of our sisters, actually. And this actually happened to Macy, and she talked about it on her first episode she did with us back in season one. But someone sent me a message saying like, hey... I'm super interested in your item, da 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 Can you send me more pictures of it and, and, like, contact me at this email? And they're, like, trying to get you to, like, email them. But then, like, we talked about this, too, where, like, they don't – they can't just, like, write out the email. They have to, like, say it in kind of, like, hieroglyphics almost. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, Poshmark will flag if they're trying to do, like, an off – Poshmark sale so this was totally a scam like they weren't really gonna buy my item so that was disappointing um and yeah it's weird it seems like it's like the prom dresses are like bridesmaid dresses that get targeted for these because that's the only experience I've had with it and i only knew to kind of look out for it because macy had run into the same thing yeah and that was prom dresses or like mother of the bride dresses or something too that is yeah cool. that yeah. yeah and it was like right after i listed it too so they must be looking at just like the newest ones in or something trying to get the the newbies or something but true so maybe they i'm
0: i'm just I don't know anything about this, but I'm just trying to think I'm like, why would they target that? But maybe just it is the higher price point. And then maybe they know like some people would just be selling just their old prom dresses or something on Poshmark. Yeah. Like, like one off. Yeah. Um, so that's like a good newbie to go after because they might not have like a full closet, but they're just trying to get rid of like their own personal prom dress from like yeah. the year before.
1: I don't know. Oh, that's weird. And prom dresses are pretty pricey too. So like from a scammer's perspective, I kind of get it, I get yeah, it because it's like a higher it. price. Item. Item. Yeah. <laughs> but oh again, something to just be on the lookout for. If someone's trying to email, trying to tell you to like email them or something off of Poshmark, definitely just ignore that. I ended up just reporting the person on Poshmark just So then hopefully they went through it to other people as well. And then my last update this week. So I went to Subway for lunch the other day. There's one, like literally one block from my house. And there was a post office box right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
0: goodness. That's going to save you so much time. Yeah.
1: Which probably doesn't seem like a big update, but like the one I was going to before was like, over a mile away driving, maybe even more. I'm not sure. But I mean, it took like round trip 10 minutes or so to go there. So to have one one block away that I can just go over there and drop it off really quick is really good to know. So especially since I feel like you and I, when we first started Poshmark last year, we were both
0: living in apartments more in like a downtown kind of area. Yeah. So that was like originally always how we dropped our packages off was just kind of going down to our corner like walking yeah Yeah, little drop box so but then since we've moved uh more into like neighborhoods now it's kind of like yeah I do kind of miss that being able to just take my dog for a walk like I do every day anyway and right and just dropping them off as you go now it's like a special trip I know you can get like the USPS pickup but I'm kind of confused about that still because like I don't know how your neighborhood is but in my neighborhood all we don't like each house doesn't have a mailbox in front of it. It's like, yeah, mine is community like community mailbox kind of idea. Like, yeah. So I'm like, do you have to like bring it there? Or do they still come to your house? I don't know. I have questions,
1: but that would be the ultimate convenient. Well, and I have questions too of like, I don't have something to put out there every single day. I mean, some months maybe I have a sale every day that I would have ready to go, but like, yeah, can you schedule it like a couple days a week? <laughs>
0: I don't know. Like, I don't know how it works. I know, like, some people swear by it, so it must
1: be good. Yeah. but it's
0: like, I don't know. It just seems confusing to me. We're probably putting it off for no reason, but
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to, We'll have to look into that soon and get back to you
0: guys. Um, yeah, we'll at least have to try it out so we can kind of report back our experience.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know our mom told us because our sister Chloe, uh, who is like college age, does Poshmark, and our mom was like talking to the mailman, of course, (laughs) and they were saying you could just put it in the mailbox if it already had the Poshmark like stickers and ready to go and if it fit in the mailbox. But since we don't have like the standard mailboxes like that, we can't do that. But yeah, that would be something to ask. I don't know if that's just like a Wisconsin no. thing. <laughs> I, I think that is a thing because
0: it's prepaid. Okay. So it's basically like sending a letter. So you can just put it in your mailbox with the flag up if you have a mailbox. But that's where I was like, if I just put it in front of my house, even if I schedule a pickup, <laughs> I'm like the mailman doesn't come to my house ever. Cause he goes to the community mailbox thing. So the
1: mailman is he going to come? I don't know. <laughs> it would be a fun experiment just to see if he like sit there and see well, if, if he comes. <laughs> and then if like, if he doesn't, then you have to like, well, I'll just
0: drive to the post <laughs> office. Now we're going on the kind of a tangent, but I also, so now I'm like full time posh, work from home. So I yeah. also kind of like my like little drive to the post office. Oh, it's yeah. Right across the street from my Dunkin' Donuts that I've been liking going to. So yes. make a morning of it, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am part time on posh, but full time work from home. So I totally get that having somewhere like outside yes. of the home that you like have to go. <laughs> A couple times a week is kind of
0: good, nice. good to get out of the house, definitely. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it kind of even gives you like, you know, structure. And it's not, it's structure and like if, if, if even if I'm doing more of a sourcing day, it's like I can make a trip of it then
1: and like hit it on the, the post way. office. So definitely,
0: but really cool. You can just walk now because I'm sure you'll like to take your dog Harold.
1: I know. Have to try that wow. out. Stroll. <laughs>
0: So that brings us to our next segment, one of our new segments, which is our Posh News Update.
1: Each week, we will give you guys an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, anything like that, or in the reseller community.
0: All right, so this week, a little different, We are doing the Mercari news update. Never been done before. (laughs) And the big news on Mercari this week is that Mercari is partnering with Uber so that they can do local deliveries to people that buy from you that are in your area. A little unsure of the details of how this all works, like how the drop off pickup works, but cool in concept. It's kind of giving me Facebook Marketplace vibes where now not only can you like ship things on Mercari, but like you can kind of do a local search for items near you. Yeah. Um, that you could potentially get same day then. So
1: very cool. Yeah, it seems like they are pushing this because on Mercari, People sell a lot of, like, home goods, too, that are, like, bulky and, like, awkward to ship. So it makes a little more sense to have someone pick it up locally rather than try to, like, bubble wrap it to death
0: (laughs) and hope for the best. You're asking for
1: disaster
0: sometimes when you're shipping the fragile stuff. Exactly.
1: But this seems, like, almost like takeout delivery where, like, we are the restaurant making the food. (laughs) someone comes yeah. and picks it up at your door and then they drop it off at the person's house that bought it almost like takeout delivery so then I you don't have if it'll to have
0: like a tracking like on like uber eats or <laughs> postmates where it's like taylor's preparing your package <laughs> <laughs> or if you have to work in like a certain time frame with it, so that they can like, they're like they're gonna come pick it up in like two hours or whatever, you know? Yeah,
1: I wonder if you like schedule it out. Yeah, there's different shipping preferences on Mercari where you can sh- make your own shipping label, you can use Mercari, and then now you can use the like local shipping. So we'll have to test out the different ways uh, and hopefully make a local sale. But I kind of love this because that is like the awkward part about Facebook marketplace of like having In to meet up with someone. Yeah. And you just like, you know, you want to feel safe. True, uh, I wish
0: Facebook marketplace would partner with Uber. That'd be really cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe that'll come soon, but it seems like it's just like a standard price for the local shipping. It looks like it's about seven 99 hmm. for the local delivery, which not At bad first, for like a
0: same day.
1: Yeah. Option. Same day. You get it exactly the same day. And on Poshmark, I mean, people are paying seven 11, I think it is for the shipping there. So yeah, very comparable, pretty reasonable price, I would say, but yeah, really cool idea. Cause I mean, it is a little like funny now when you make a sale and it's like, someone in the same like city as you and it's like oh how dumb that this has to like go like through the post office this and that you know what I mean to like get to this person when we're literally in the same city
0: (laughs) yeah yeah save a lot of time and just make it more efficient I'm reading here, too, in this article talking about the launch of Mercari expanding with Uber. Um, And it says that they did test this before they rolled it out to everyone in San Francisco, New York, and Houston. So I wonder if anyone's ever had the chance to try it. And if you have, let us know because we're very curious.
1: Definitely. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, and you were thinking, like, do you still, like, package it up? Oh, i actually (laughs) just read the next bullet point, and it says – uh,
0: by matching with delivery people within the vicinity, Uber's technology allows on demand delivery to occur within hours after the purchase, per the press release. Sellers aren't required to package any products for quote unquote added convenience. Nice. So you just freaking throw it in the car.
1: It's on its way, your sale is made. There you go. That would be funny. I mean, hopefully no one, you know, gets returns or anything, but it would be funny if the return also went through the like Uber. <laughs> <laughs> It probably would. And they're, the the same driver comes back and they're like, yeah, this, this isn't not what fit. they wanted. <laughs> yeah. Not what they had in mind. This was way more orange than your listing said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, very exciting. We'll keep you updated if we utilize
1: this. I definitely want to try it out. And I'm sure you do too. Me too. It's cool to see the shipping aspect change a little bit for reselling. I mean, I think that's one of the almost downsides because like it can usually take a few days for the person to ship or like package up the item. And then the shipping can kind of take a little bit of time too. So, I mean, if you could buy something in real time, like (laughs) the person comes and drops it off in a few hours, that would be that, that would, would be like really so crazy that you could pretty much just get anything delivered to you like
0: that day now. Right?
1: <laughs> You're just like ordering your groceries, ordering your prescription, and then ordering your like ball Jeans. gown for prom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ordering your secondhand ball gown. And, Who knows which one will get there first.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) All right. So our next segment is our listener Q&A. We had a listener message us on Instagram asking us if we have like official business licenses for our Poshmark businesses or what our thoughts are on that um, now and maybe
1: in the future. So at this point, we don't have – business licenses for our Poshmark reselling businesses. We just file our taxes on like the self-employment page on TurboTax, like we were talking about in a previous episode. The one thing with the business licenses that we have heard about though, is to buy one of those big pallets of like a thousand items for like three thousand dollars or whatever it is you have to have a business license actually so yes
0: yeah I think it, you have to have a business license in order to bid on those like liquidation lots from places like Nordstrom Rack but yeah so that's like the only really time that we've ever seriously thought like oh we because getting a pallet is something I think that we want to do at some point in our life, whether it be yeah soon or down the line, we don't really know the details. So I think that would be the push where we would look into getting a business license so that we'd be able to do that. Yeah. The only other thing I can think of with a business license is like maybe locally. I know if you have a small business license, you could be eligible for like local like grants or stuff like that potentially, but we haven't really looked into any of that or I don't really know the details. I I know like I had one uh, coworker that was kind of, that had a side project she was working on. And I know through like the County, she was able to qualify to get like a small startup fund basically for the business. So that's kind of cool. So, so worth looking into, I don't really know much about it, but
1: yeah. Plus I feel like
0: you can just, you just kind of feel like you're like super serious
1: Oh, yeah. You're all in. (laughs) Done the paperwork. Yes, but as of now, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, maybe down the line.
0: (laughs) Long answer, maybe down the line. Short answer, no. (laughs) Okay, for the main event of today's episode, we are talking all about Mercari, how we use it, what's like the biggest differences we notice between Mercari and other platforms. So I guess to start off, if you don't know, Mercari is just a website selling, buying, secondhand <laughs> site, just like Poshmark, just like eBay, just like Depop. Yeah. Marketplace. Yes. So yeah, it's just another one of those. We started re- cross-listing some of the items in our closet last summer over to Mercari. I, think that's I feel first- like it was
1: about this time last summer like i think we started you're right. in the spring and then i remember in the summer being like really i, th- into I think <laughs> it was, it was definitely,
0: okay because so we started our podcast last june yep. and i'm pretty sure yeah it was like within the first month or two it was like one of our goals for the month was like i'm gonna try to get a few things cross-listed under ricardi or something like. yeah that. definitely wow time flies <laughs> So yeah, I'm trying to think when we first heard about Mercari, I know like in the reselling world, a lot of resellers, like it's kind of the natural next step. I think if you're starting out on Poshmark, then you eventually kind of start dabbling in either eBay or Mercari just to get more eyes on your listings that you already have. I think that's where we were thinking when we started cross-listing was just like you already have the listings anyway, and you already have all the pictures taken, you already have all the descriptions written, so might as well kind of diversify and get into some other platforms But that being said, Mercari does work a little differently from Poshmark. So we just wanted to go through uh, some of the major differences that we noticed. Some of them are pros, some of them are cons, some of them are just different.
1: So the first one is the fees. So definite pro on Mercari, the fees are a lot less than over on Poshmark. It does make a big difference in your total you know net income for the item if you sell the item on Mercari versus Poshmark. So on Poshmark, the standard fees are twenty percent. That's Poshmark's cut of any sale that you make. And just the- kind of a lot compared to yeah almost
0: all the other sites, but especially to Mercari.
1: Definitely, because what is Depop's? Like, Depop is only 10%, kind of low. Yeah, so on Mercari, the fees are 10%, and then they have a, I think they call it a processing fee that's like 2.5% as well. So about 125 13% is the total fees compared to the 20% on Poshmark. So depending on the price of your item, that can make a pretty big difference on your take-home cut.
0: Yeah, basically double of the fee, right? Over on Poshmark, so yeah, huge thing to consider on Mercari. It's awesome when things sell over there because it just you we see that you see the total price it's sold for, and I feel like we're both like used to just kind of mentally having that like twenty percent cut taken out because we primarily sell on Poshmark. So I'm always like a little surprised when I see the earned on. Um, Mercari. Right. <laughs> yeah, me too. The other thing we've noticed with Mercari compared to Poshmark, another bit of a pro is that it seems like the same item, like if you have the same Free People dress listed on Poshmark versus on Mercari, it for for whatever reason, it seems like people send a little bit more of a reasonable offer on Mercari, and things tend to sell at a little bit of a higher price point over on Mercari. For the reasonable offers. I don't know. I just feel like
1: I don't think I've ever gotten a lowball offer on Mercari. Uh, No. Like, you definitely get less offers on Mercari, but all of them are, like, things you would accept.
0: Yeah. They're all within 10% of the listing. I know on Mercari, I know when I bought things on Mercari, because, I I mean, I'm, like, a reseller, so, you know, I'm always kind of notoriously trying to get a a, a good deal and maybe doing a little bit of (laughs) lowballing, and like i think it even has like a range like if you have the price listed at sixty dollars i don't think mercari lets people offer like
1: twenty dollars
0: i think <laughs> it has to be I, I would need to look at what the rules of that are but i'm pretty sure like in the past it would be like oh you have to at least offer them 47 dollars or something like it's like a random percent
1: oh we should yeah we should test that out maybe i'll test that out with, Like i wonder
0: if that's videos. a setting that you have on as a seller or or what it is but yeah overall the offers are always really good.
1: So one thing that might be playing into the more reasonable offers on Mercari is the shipping aspect. So like I said earlier on Mercari, you can do a few different things with the shipping. You can have Mercari make the shipping label for you and you can charge the buyer for the shipping price. And then also you can have free shipping for the buyer and then also you can have an option where you make your own shipping label outside of Mercari and just pay for that on your own. We've had the most luck on Mercari of just offering free shipping for our customers and then buying the shipping label ourselves on PirateShip.com. It's a website that you can buy USPS and other shipping carrier labels at a discounted price. So you can buy the shipping labels right on there, print them off from your computer and you don't even have to go to the post office or anything. You can just drop them off in those little blue boxes that you see all over town. But yeah, so we've been offering free shipping for the customers. So I'm not sure if that plays into the more reasonable offers where they're like, okay, I'm already getting free shipping. I don't need to go like solo on the offer and maybe that helps with the sales, but We have tried it out not giving free shipping and having the buyer pay for shipping, and I've noticed those items not selling, so then I switched them to the free shipping option. I think every reselling site is kind of different. So on Mercari, the customers are kind of expecting almost free shipping. If you can offer it, I would definitely recommend putting your items on that setting and then when you're listening- yeah. Using pirate ship for sure. When you're listing on Mercari, I definitely think about items that are like low in weight, but high in like value. So like we're talking dresses, we're talking. Yeah. Like, Three like people great- body suits yes. are like the main thing that I sell on Mercari just because they're lightweight, but then they are, you know, a better brand. So they're going high- to sell for a higher price So it kind of works out. Yeah. For like a free people bodysuit, how much about does that cost
0: you to ship on Pirate Ship?
1: Oh, like $3. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if it's under
0: like 13 ounces, you can for sure find shipping for like $5 or under. Yes. Well, under five.
1: Yeah. Because I think if it's under a pound, it's more beneficial to use one of your poly mailers and sending it out with that and then you can get shipping less than the less than like the 7 dollar mark if it's more than a pound it's more beneficial to use the USPS priority shipping padded envelope the free ones the free supplies that you can get at the post office mm-hmm. because then it doesn't matter the weight if you can fit it in that
0: package you
1: can it's send good it to out. go
0: you
1: can send it out for about seven or eight bucks so i've definitely done that i think i sold a patagonia sweatshirt that on Mercari that i had to right squeeze. in there it was like a circle <laughs> it was not oh cute. my gosh
0: yeah or like if you have like jeans that are like if you have like the 100 percent cotton jeans that yeah. are like thick and heavy that can be the ticket for those too because those can easily fit in that padded um, yes. usps envelope but then they do weigh a little bit more than a pound sometimes yeah
1: it's something to just think about when you're listing on mercari like We talk about, I mean, we haven't talked about recently, but in the past we've talked about American Eagle jeggings and how we can typically get those for like a few dollars at a thrift store and then sell them for about $20 on Poshmark, which is turns out to be like four times our money of what we paid for it. And they usually sell pretty quickly. On Mercari, I've sold a pair of jeggings and had the sad realization of like, once you have to buy the shipping label because they're over making a like yeah, a few dollars. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't add up as quickly as Poshmark. So I think if you're on more than one platform, kind of just being strategic, we list everything we have on Poshmark and then supplement with Mercari. So just kind of being strategic with what you're putting over on Mercari, making sure it's like lightweight stuff or like really high priced stuff where it doesn't really matter if you have to pay a little bit more for shipping, if that makes sense.
0: And I don't know if this has changed, but I know last summer, we were big fans of Christina Dean, another reseller, her podcast poshing together And, and her Mercari episode. She talked about, I believe she talked about how it's kind of the normal over there for you to offer free shipping. That's kind of just what, most people do. And to stay competitive, you almost have to offer free shipping over there. So I feel like that's where we got that information from. And that is why we do offer free shipping over there. It it does seem like everyone does offer free shipping for the most part. I don't really know that you would have as much luck if you had the buyers pay for the shipping. I feel like the Mercari customers kind of expect free shipping.
1: Yeah. And sometimes when I'm listing stuff that I already have on Poshmark over to Mercari, I'll actually bump up the price like five bucks or so. Kind of to account for it. (laughs) Exactly. So to kind of like make up the difference. I know they'll send a reasonable offer, so it'll all kind of wash out in the end. So that could be something else to think, to keep in mind if you are cross-listing from Poshmark. True, maybe we just need to try selling
0: our American Eagle jeans for $30 over there. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Another difference between Mercari and Poshmark is just the like social media aspect of it. We've talked about this a lot in past episodes about how Poshmark really tries to brand itself not only as like a selling platform but as like a social media networking like yeah. community. Where I feel like that's not so much of a thing over on Mercari. Which there's pros and cons to that. I think a lot of the reasons Poshmark is so successful and has like traffic is because they do spend a lot of time like building the community aspect and making people like spending time in the app and being aware of all of that. Where maybe that's why it seems to be a smaller crowd of people on Mercari in general. But as as far as a seller, we've noticed there is like way less that goes into it as far as like on Poshmark we're constantly like messaging people or reaching out to people or sharing our closet closet. yeah Yeah. sharing our items um participating in closet clear out days and and really
1: it's way more involved
0: (laughs) whereas on Mercari really the only options are just like listing your items and then you have a couple functions to like drop your price and you can promote your items but you can only even promote 10 items a day it doesn't even let you like.
1: So that takes like three minutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You can't really do like everything you do on Poshmark. On Poshmark, you can put a bunch of energy into doing all these things. I mean, listen to last week's episode. There's tons (laughs) of different things you could be doing to get involved in Poshmark and try to drive selling. On Mercari, there's like a little bit, but I don't think it's the culture over on Mercari to be like messaging people or really doing anything besides dropping prices and doing your 10 items per day promotions. Definitely.
1: Another difference from Poshmark is we've just had less sales on Mercari. It seems like no matter how many listings you have in Mercari,
0: the percentage of listings that sell versus like your total amount listed is going to be lower than it is on Poshmark or even what other people see on eBay. I know that we don't have like a lot of experience with eBay, but I've... I've heard of people that make like a full-time income on Poshmark. I've heard of people that make a full-time income on eBay and like supplement Poshmark, but I can't think of anyone that I follow. That's like Mercari is my bread and butter,
1: but maybe I'm just not following the right people, but maybe those people just like, aren't on Instagram. You know what I mean? Since Mercari isn't like like a social media thing, maybe the Mercari people are just quietly doing their thing. They're just <laughs> chugging along. It's a whole secret society we don't know about. That's that's true. Cause
0: that that might just be like our own bias because we follow a bunch of people that are primarily on
1: Poshmark, Poshmark and yeah.
0: and yada yada yada. I'm sure there are people that are absolutely killing it on Mercari, but in our experience, it's like Mercari just doesn't make as many sales as Poshmark does for us. Po-
1: Mercari has never like outperformed Poshmark, even in my worst. Poshmark months and my best Mercari months. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's not never even close more. But I will say my best months ever for sales, I always have good Mercari months, those months. So, like, true. At least in my mind, I cannot grow unless I'm active on Mercari, also. Yeah. You know, I, I like, don't think Mercari is like a waste of time or anything yeah. like that. Like, I think
0: there's definitely people over there and there's like a lot going on, but I'm, um, now that I'm like just talking, I'm like even wondering if because Mercari, like there's like a whole electronics section, like there's like home, yeah. home goods and that kind of stuff. And maybe some of that does do better on Mercari, too, where I I know that you can sell home goods and stuff on Poshmark, but it, it feels like Poshmark is the primarily clothes. women's clothes. There's like small amount of men's stuff. There's a small amount of like home goods and a small amount of like beauty but other than that, making less sales compared to Poshmark, but overall it still helps our business Yes, by definitely. having multiple platforms. That kind of segues us in perfectly. The next topic <laughs> we wanted to discuss is how we use Mercari with our business. What's our strategy with it?
1: Yeah, so our first strategy, which I think we might have touched on a little bit, is cross-listing our most expensive items that we have on our Poshmark Closet over to Mercari since it's kind of just the philosophy of get the most bang for your buck. If you're going to spend the time cross-listing, you know, start from the top down. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Make it the most worth it. Think about how the shipping price will fit in with that. If it's, you know, if it's the most expensive items, it might make sense that the shipping price won't make as big of a difference of which platform you sell it on. So, That's kind of our philosophy there. I think we have both have a decent amount of listings over on Mercari at this point. And something that I know the last couple of times I've gone thrifting, I've tried to list right away or cross list right away those items over to Mercari just while I'm thinking about it. Otherwise, after the fact, if I just kind of have like a slow day or, you know, looking for something to do for my reselling business, that's a good task to do if you don't have any new inventory brand new inventory to list is just cross-listed on another platform like Mercari.
0: Yeah. And we've done that a couple of different ways. Obviously one way to do it is just taking, you know, screenshots or copies of your photos from your Poshmark listings, just opening, opening a second tab, opening it in Mercari and creating a new listing, just topping, pasting over your same information. And then there are different like websites and tools that are designed to help cross-list and speed that up. And we've both experimented with that before too. I know uh, on the the program we used when we were doing cross-listing back and forth, now that I'm thinking about this too, is it had a function too, that if something sells on a different platform, I believe that you can remove it from all the other platforms. So Ooh. that's kind of <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a couple different softwares that we know of. So there's listperfectly.com and then there's Vendoo. And one thing you could do too is sometimes these platforms are offering like a discount code or even like a free week trial. So if cross-listing is something you're serious about, maybe even think about getting like a free trial and just getting the bulk of your cross-listing done too. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, While you have that. But yeah, so there's there are some tools to help with it. But otherwise, we've also done a lot of cross-listing just the good
1: old-fashioned way where you just open a couple tabs and manually go to town. <laughs> yeah. It is nice if you do it, like, right away after you originally list the items on Poshmark because those pictures are still, like, the most recent in your camera roll. Yes. So that's kind of the incentive to me to, like, just do a few right away since then I can just, like – use those pictures since they're right there at the top of my camera roll and then just copy the description from Poshmark. And if you you have be to be good to just get
0: in the rhythm of always
1: doing that. Yeah. Just have that be part of the routine. So it is worth noting if you're cross listing from like Poshmark from your phone to open up Poshmark on like a web browser rather than the app. So then when you open the web browser and click on the listing, you can like click into the description and then copy all of the words and then just like paste that into the Mercari app. So then you don't have to like type it all out again of like green shirt, ruffle sleeves or <laughs> whatever it says. Yeah. For some the app there. on your
0: phone won't let you copy and paste. So yeah, yeah, the workaround is using the browser in
1: your phone or just doing it on a computer. Definitely. So if you do it on the computer, what do you do for the pictures?
0: Um, like take a
1: screenshot?
0: No, for the pictures, if I'm going to – okay, to be honest, <laughs> I'm not good about – like I'm <laughs> listing new items on Poshmark, and in the moment I'm going to cross this the, them to Mercari. Yeah. But in the past when I've done that, I will just airdrop all of the pictures from my phone to my computer, and then I'll uh. list them I'll list them on my computer on Poshmark and then on my computer on Mercari. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But like I said, not <laughs> part of that. That hasn't happened this year.
1: It's cold. <laughs> Another one of our strategies for Mercari is utilizing the promotion feature that they have on Mercari. So every day or every 24 hours on Mercari, you can promote 10 items. And I don't honestly really understand, but somehow this will like promote them out to other people. Yeah. It seems like it's kind of like an
0: offer to likers. So it'll let the people that liked it know. that. Yeah.
1: Because when you promote it, you also
0: technically, I think, drop the price by like 5%. Yeah. So it's like usually a couple dollars. And then, yeah. So I think it sends it to the likers. And then, yeah, there's something algorithm related with it too, where it's like, and we're going to promote it to new people. And I don't really know what they mean by that,
1: but. So I don't know if like if someone searches your item you come up more towards the top or like more like highlighted or something but I have seen a lot of success with this the months that I've done better on Mercari are definitely the months where I've utilized this feature regularly so you know going in trying to go in ideally every day and promoting 10 items and dropping the price by 5% of 10 items every day would be like the goal i think realistically i've been doing it a couple times a week when i remember to and i have seen a big difference of those items than selling compared to items that i like don't promote at all Obviously, I think they do favor like a little bit of being active in the app too. So yeah, I feel like
0: you, my sales totally like fall off where I'm not making any sales in Mercari. If I don't do, if I don't even go in the app for like two weeks, then it's like, yeah, I don't make any sales.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. And I mean, it is dropping the price by 5% each time you do that. So, you know, if you have 30 items out there, you kind of rotate which items you're dropping the price by 10 for every few times you do it. And then if it gets to a price, obviously that you're not going to make a good flip on, you could just relist the item at that point and kind of start at the top again and hopefully hit some new customers the second time around. But definitely something I would recommend since we said how like, Mercari is less of like a social media platform and there's less like messaging with people. This is like the big way to communicate with the people that have already liked your item and then also new buyers as well to kind of get them interested in your item. So definitely recommend.
0: Yeah. The other thing you can do a little bit to drive sales on Mercari is that there is still people that will like, like your listings.
1: Yeah. So if you get those
0: notifications, you can also, I think they have an actual offers to likers button too. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. Where if someone likes something, then you just click where you kind of send them a special price. So I try to do that too, like every night. Separate from like the 10 promotions that you are allowed to do. Yeah. I just kind of go through the things that, I mean, on Mercari, it's not like Poshmark where I feel like on a day in Poshmark, I get like a ton of notifications. Like on Mercari, I get like, Maybe it's four notifications the whole day. And some of them are not even people like liking things. But if I see that an item got a like, then you can hit promote and hit offers to likers rather than promote. And that way you can reach out to the fresh likers too. And then our last strategy we already talked about during the shipping section. But one part of our strategy is that we offer free shipping. Like we said, we feel like this is kind of the standard on Mercari. And the way that we ship is using PirateShip.com. If you do have to ship anything on your own, whether it be like selling stuff on Instagram or selling.
1: Or yeah. even like sending a birthday gift to a friend. like Yeah. Just
0: like a good life hack. Yeah. Also like I didn't know on Depop it's similar where if you can offer free shipping and I've used yeah. PirateShip there on my one sale. And um, yeah, that saves you a lot of money rather than going to the post office and paying shipping full price there. That kind of wraps up our thoughts on Mercari. Um, Let us know what you guys think. Do you guys use Mercari? Is there something we're missing? Like we said, I, I feel like we've really kind of gotten the hang of Poshmark, but I feel like on Mercari, we're a little less experienced overall. So we would love to hear some tips and tricks from everyone.
1: So like we said last episode, we will be back in August with some new goals kind of want to brainstorm what those goals might be a little bit.
0: Yeah, a little behind the scenes because (laughs) we haven't officially set the goals. We're recording here at the end of July. We both know we want to try to have a good month in August. I feel like resellers talk about how sometimes the summer can be slow as far as selling, but we're changing seasons coming up here. I feel like fall and winter, some of the Categories that sell well, like sweaters and jackets and jeans, sell at a higher price point than some of the summer categories, like tank tops and shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so all things are going to be on the up and up we're feeling like. Oh, yeah. But as far as goal setting, I don't really know exactly what I want my goal to be, but I know that I want to have more of a focus on like listing items daily again, because during July with all the traveling, I did not do that, yeah. that at all. I don't think I've, I've listed maybe like 20 items all month in July, which
1: that's totally night and day difference from when you had like 10 a day. Yeah, like, exactly. So I want to get back. So
0: yeah. And I think my sales are slowing down. Like I have, I have about 500 active listings still in my closet, but it just seems like my sales are like, like my activity in Poshmark slowing down, like I'm missing that piece. Yeah. So that makes sense. that's something I want to focus on. I'm not sure what exactly I want the goal to be tied to that. So I'm going to keep thinking about that, but I definitely want to do something with that.
1: What about you? Any thoughts? I'm trying to think of like a sales goal. And I mean, we don't need to talk about July, but for July, I set 1500. I think in June, I made like Thirteen hundred. Don't don't come for me if I'm wrong. I'm not trying to inflate my sales. She's trying to (laughs) exaggerate. (laughs) But I think I'll double check what my June total was, and I think my August sales goal is to like beat June, like to just be better and not be better by like three hundred dollars. Just be better. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to be like totally, you know.
0: Yeah, just keep moving the right direction and chugging along. If it's $1 better. I love it. Like nailed it. (laughs) Better than July, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I think that's kind of where I'm coming from on a sales standpoint. And then, I mean, just talking about Mercari, I'm kind of hyped up about this, of just getting more stuff over there, being more active. I know last fall was kind of my best time ever on Mercari where I was like, Having a ton of regular sales. I know the TJ Maxx and Marshall's like semi annual sale is coming up soon. And a lot of that stuff was really hot for me on Mercari as well. So I'm yeah. I'm feeling optimistic about August, you know, getting back into the jeans, like you were saying, rather than shorts and stuff, just selling at that higher price point. Yeah.
0: The other kind of goal I have in the back of my mind too, is I know I had a sale in June and I know you did too, but that's definitely something I want to do again. I think in August, I think yeah. later in August, because last time we ran sales, we were like, we want to try it out. And like, it was kind of like, I feel like it was that day. Like oh, it was, it was like, last we minute. Like, like, I'm going to start doing it now. So yeah. I would love to like be a little more strategic this time and kind of like look at when I want and to have it and plan it right out before that. Yeah. and I've even kind of been like I, I think I've been like telling myself already like I'm gonna have a sale at the end of August that's when I'm gonna do my sale my next sale's gonna be end of August and I've even noticed like when I it's given me motivation to like share my closets more times a day now and I wanted to be really good about that all leading up to my sale and like actually messaging people. Yeah. Yeah. So I have tons of new likes and tons of new comments, like conversations going with people on there. And that way, when I do run the sale, I'll have a good audience to like promote the sale to. And then also, yeah, I think like I've done a good job in July, even though I didn't list barely any new items, I did catch up with all my cross listing again. So in theory, my whole closet at the end of August should be listed within 60 days since my last sale so that will be a whole new crowd too so definitely that's like something i definitely want to do the next month too love it or i guess it'll be this month by the time everyone's hearing this time travel (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we'll come back with our official goals and keep you guys updated about how that's going. I think we just needed a much needed vacation the last
1: few weeks, but now we're ready to get back into action. Definitely. All right. So that brings us to the end of the episode today. If you enjoyed today's episode and sisters who posh, please feel free to leave us a review and rate us on Apple podcasts. We love reading those. We love hearing from you guys. So If you have any questions for us or any feedback
0: or any tips and tricks you want to share, please feel free to email us at sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at sisterswhoposh. Other than that, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.